Welcome to the Bridgeway Church Podcast. My name is David Bowden, and every week I sit down with one or several members of our church staff and host a conversation about how Bridgeway is seeking to fulfill its mission as the Church of Jesus Christ here in our city. If you are a member of Bridgeway, we hope this helps you more deeply engage with what God is doing in our midst. And if you aren't a part of Bridgeway, we hope you feel welcome and that our discussions may lead to more Christ-glorifying ministry in your own context. Let's jump in. Well, welcome everyone to the Bridgeway Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. We are continuing our series on worship. This is week four now. Yeah. And um, as promised, here he is again, Tyler Hayes, our <laughs> pastor of worship. I promised you at the top of the series that he would be here the whole time, and here he is. That's either good news or bad news. It's good so, news. Okay. That's gospel. Right. That's good That's news. Gospel. I love it. Yeah. You, behold, I'm with you always, even That's to right. the end of the series on worship. <laughs> 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 it's awesome. Yeah, it's Smathew twenty eight. <laughs> if you didn't know, Dorky dude. Yeah, I know. I love it, man. <laughs> and uh, and so today we're going to be talking about adoration yep. and passion mm. in worship. And in order to help us, we have a guest. Do you want to introduce her? Yes. Yeah. Today we have Megan Hungerford with us. Megan Hungerford is a faithful worship leader here at Bridgeway. Um, she's also a songwriter, mm-hmm. right, Megan? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, how? So, w- leaving her water jar—that's like your, your name, yes. right? Yeah, yeah. So Instagram at leaving her water jar. How? So you're coming out with some music. Tell us about that. Yeah, um, I've always been writing, yeah. um, and so I just kind of felt a push mm-hmm. the last couple years to release that to everybody. Um, the Lord was really like, you need to do this. Awesome. Um, and so um, he helped me overcome my fears a little bit. Still there, always <laughs> yeah. with artists, <laughs> right? But um, so, yeah, so I'm, I've am i put together some songs, and I'm going to release them, hopefully, the next couple months. Awesome. Um, so I'm really excited about it. It's yeah, good. so if, if people are interested, and I would, I would say, like, Megan has an incredible voice. Mm-hmm. She's such a powerful voice um she loves jesus so i'm really excited about hearing her songs so how can we find information about your music yeah so hopefully uh i'll have a website at some point sure um but right now most of my stuff is just on instagram great uh so i post there occasionally about things Um, so at leaving her water jar yes and we could put a link to that yeah for sure you're gonna say absolutely yeah we can and what's the meaning behind leaving her water oh, jar? Oh, good question. Uh, yeah, uh, it it comes out of John four, um, which we were just in two weeks ago. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, so uh, the woman at the well um, has an encounter. In short, has an encounter with Jesus, and it just changes everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a line, and in, in the NIV it says leaving her water jar. Mm-hmm. I think in the ESV it's left her water jar. Maybe. Yeah, but. Um, yeah, a long, several years ago, that really struck me and hit mm. me, and I kind of was, like, looking into that. Um, and I think it was just the Lord's way of kind of being, like, just leave behind whatever you think is going to satisfy you, whatever you, whatever water mm. well you're going to, um, I'm always better. Mm. And so um, he was just kind of, like, leave it, like, leave it with me. Mm. And then... Um, Later in the passage, it's like she goes to the town 
and they all, you know, Jesus comes and stays with them and such. And then it, later it says, um, the people have said, uh, we no longer believe because of what you said, but mm-hmm. because we have, you know, experienced him or known him, yeah. whatever it says. Yeah. And so uh, a couple of years ago, that was what the Lord was like, yeah, this is what I want from you. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of my heart's desire too. Like, I'm just an instrument. And the, at the end of it, like, um, I want people to say, oh, no, we we know Jesus, not because of what you said, but because, like, we've experienced yeah, him. Like, we good. know him. Yeah. Um, and so that's kind of just been always my thing. It's like a reminder to me, like, leave behind, like, be satisfied in Jesus, yeah. the mm-hmm. living water. Right. Which is like a perfect segue perfect for what segue, we're here to talk yeah. about today. Which, like, it's it's cool, too, that it ties into John 4 because she's, she's talking about water and um, Jesus builds this metaphor where she's like, hey, you need some water? Here's some water. And he's like, okay, we're, we're talking about thirst. Yeah. Which is a very raw emotion and need. Mm-hmm. And he's like, but I've got water that you'll drink and you'll never be thirsty again. Yeah. Right? And so, you know, in Megan's words, stop going to these other wells where you have to keep revisiting, you get thirsty again, you have to go plumb their depths one more time to fill up, only to get thirsty again. If you come to Jesus, he is the one well that can actually slake your thirst, mm. that can satiate you. And then as you drink, you know, and you leave your old jars behind, people start to notice not just your words, but Jesus in you, and they have an encounter with him. And they get to come and drink from the same well. Yeah. It's just really cool. And like, awesome. what a beautiful picture of worship. Right. Like, I think it's a beautiful picture of worship that yeah. like, you know, as the worship leader is being satisfied in Christ and drinking from his well, the people everywhere else get to have like that experience too. Right. And like, I, I think that's just pretty cool. That's awesome. So we're talking about two words today. Yeah. Adoration, right? And passion. Mm-hmm. So when we talk about adoration... What are we talking about, Tyler? Yeah, I think that for me, I, I just keep thinking like that's our heart's delight. Okay. Yep. Does that mm-hmm. that makes sense? Like our yeah. heart's delight in God. Mm-hmm. I adore Him. I adore Him. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Which is always one word that's always got my defenses down. Whenever yeah. we talk about this word, is God is adorable. I'm like, oh no, that's too belittling. <laughs> you can't say that. But I'm like, well, like, what does it mean to be adorable? Right. It's one who is able to be adored. Right. He, he's, he's totally adorable. Yeah, he's adorable. <laughs> and it's we, like, I think that gets to the heart of, it's yeah. like, it's such an intimate little pet name word. Right. And it's like, okay, come and adore him. Mm. He is adorable. Like, yeah, it's just That's a, good, man. really interesting. Megan, when you hear the word um, adoration, adoring God in worship, what do you think about? He's talking about your heart's delight. How else would you kind of, when you hear that word, what do you think of? Yeah, I, I, I tend to think of it just as, being better mm. than something else. Like I think of when I'm like, Lord, I adore you. I'm, I'm trying to like preach to my own soul. Like yeah. he's better than yeah. whatever other thing, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and so, it, but it is an intimate word. It is a close word. Yeah, like it, it, it feels like you're kind of tucking in to mm-hmm. him a little mm-hmm. bit. Mm-hmm. Like I adore you. Like I love you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I love thinking about adoration as, like qualitative by degrees, you know, you're talking about like, when I say that I'm adoring God, I'm saying that he's better. And I'm saying mm. that like, 
so I, I mean, I think about we're, we're sitting here drinking coffee, and so I'm thinking about coffee, and like you know, a lot of us at Bridgewater coffee snobs. So you know, sure. it's like we're speaking to the choir here, and uh, <laughs> and it's like I man, when I get a really good cup of coffee, I'm like, mm-hmm. oh man. I love this coffee. Yeah. So good. Like, I love it. I adore this coffee. <laughs> you know? right. But it's like, oh, but I hate Folgers. <laughs> you know? And it's like, I love this coffee because it's so much better than all other coffees. Yeah. And so it's like, when we come into Door God, it's like, there's a very, there's a veritable degree that we're right. talking about that, God, I am, I'm adoring you because you are worthy of adoration. Right. More worthy of adoration than the things that I have haphazardly adored throughout my week. That's right. Um, so I think that's really good, Megan. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what, what role does adoration serve in worship then Tyler? Like when, when we're talking about like, why does it exist and why should mm-hmm. it be a focus of ours to seek to adore Jesus and the father and the spirit whenever we're worshiping? Why, like what role does that play in worship? I think it plays a huge role in worship because I think our like response in worship happens because we've adored yeah does that make sense it does yeah like we like i hear this truth about god i I can hear it and then respond but if i hear it and then i adore Mm -hmm. the god that i've just learned about like it it makes the response better yeah (laughs) or deeper or um uh more of a passionate response. Right. I guess. I can't remember. Or more the, of a right response. Yeah, I can't remember the phrase, but there's like a, it's either, I think it's Lewis or Piper. I can't remember. Those are two <laughs> very different people. But uh, they talk about like how, um, like what you feel in your heart right. doesn't actually reach right. its full potential until it's expressed. That's Lewis. I think. Okay, there we go. Yeah. 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 And I, so, think, I, mean, I think I've read Piper quoting Lewis. Okay, yeah, there we maybe go. Maybe yeah, maybe that's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, I think that's a huge part of it is like... Um, but I, I, but then I'm also am reminded of Piper in Desiring God, his chapter yeah. on worship, where he talks about worship being an end in itself. Yeah. Which broke all my categories when I read that for the first time like six years ago. Yeah. And I was just like, no, no, no. Worship is a means to an end. Right. You know, and it's like so that I might, you know, l- like learn something or draw closer to God and like it yeah. always achieves some, and I think it does some of those things of course but worship is an end in itself for the very sake of adoration yeah that when we adore God that's a terminating value like value it's right. good just there yeah like good man like and Sam kind of talked about that when we talked about spirit and truth right where um it's just like he is seeking worshipers for himself because he's worthy of worship yeah. and he wants to give us the best thing. And the best thing is to delight in him. Right. So that's cool. So yeah. adoring God is worship. Yeah. Right. Yes. It is an act of worship. Right. And then it's itself. when it, and then it's, it reaches its heights when it's expressed. That's right. But like it is and in, in it, itself in a, in a sense. That's right. Yeah. Megan, like for you, when you're leading or when you're not leading, you know, um, what role does adoration play in, in your worship? Um, do you, do you find it something that you just kind of hold on to? Is it fuel? Is it what you're trying to get to? Like kind of talk me through. I think it's crucial. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a huge piece. Um, I think it's, it's kind of where I want to be. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like if I could just land here, yeah. like, like that is worshiping, right? Like yeah. adoring him, like seeing all the beauty of who he is, like all of his characteristics, I'm adoring him in that moment. And so like leading, I 
not that we have a goal necessarily. I mean, we have a goal to glorify and honor God, but right. um, I, I, when you lead, you're leading because you're worshiping, mm-hmm. right? You're not leading for some other reason. And I think people tend to respond if you're worshiping. So like if my heart is in a weird place, <laughs> like that's bad news, right? right. And so like for me, I want to be in a place where I'm in that, like yeah. in that adoring space. And like, then I don't have to worry about anything else, mm, right? Like yep. if I get to where I'm adoring the Lord, then like the other stuff doesn't really matter. Yeah. yeah. You know, because yeah. at that point I'm giving him glory. Right. Which is like the ultimate. Yeah. Yeah. It reminds me of like all throughout the Bible, um, God is always talking about how he's after our hearts. Right. And it's like, I think it's very important to talk about how worship must be focused on adoration because mm-hmm. God wants our hearts. Right. Because what we adore will ultimately be what we do, what we value, you yeah. know, how we act. And like, so God is after our adoration. Yeah. And, um, and so that's, that's so, that's why it's so crucial too, I think. I mean, I think of the Shema, you know, uh, um, Deuteronomy 6, like what Israel would pray every day. Yeah. Hear, O Israel, the Lord, the Lord is one. You shall love yeah. the Lord your God with all your heart and soul and strength. Yeah, that's good. And, uh, it's like why th- why that? Like I mean, you could you could you could use a different word. You shall adore the Lord. Like <laughs> right. the Shema, the central command of the Torah, yeah. is adoration. Mm. Adore the God. Adore adore Yahweh. Yeah. And it's like and it unpacks it because if you love Him, you will obey Him. That's right. And like it all goes together. And so adoration sits at the center of God's will for our lives. That's crazy. I think about like Mary at the feet of Jesus. Mm. Like this incredible picture of worship right like she she adored him Mm -hmm. in that moment you know what i mean like she was like all of her love (laughs) with like all of the the outward action you know of like the crying and the washing his feet with her tears and all of that was because she adored him in her heart yeah you know what i mean is this something i'm just thinking like is this something that's hard for guys or is this do 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 girls struggle with mushy stuff too, <laughs> Megan? Uh, probably depends on the girl. It does, yeah, it definitely does. <laughs> Megan, I, like, can you speak for all girls? Yeah, yeah I'm right. way more I'm way more romantic than my wife is. Yeah. Right. So, and my wife's name is Megan too, and oh, so yeah. it's like it's like uh, I'm like I'm the romantic. I mean, I'm a poet for uh, right. you know. So it's like that's the thing. I'm I'm romantic, and Megan's just like practical and just like you know (laughs) and and so yeah i could see that i i I feel like it's it's easier for me to just jump into a place of adoration Mm -hmm. um than even megan sometimes uh but i I feel like there are people out there men and women right who are just like hearing all this adoration talk and lovey-dovey stuff and squishy squishy tuck into god stuff and they're like uh i can't get to that place Mm. like what i mean what what should we be saying to them because I, I feel like that's definitely a lot of people that like, that's not, I know that should be my experience of worship, but it's not. And I really don't want it to be because it's a sure. little too intimate. Like, right. what should we say to them? Like, if you were pastoring someone, you know, who's coming to you and saying like, I just have a hard time with intimacy with the mm-hmm. Lord in worship. What would you talk about? Oh man, I, <laughs> that's a good question. <laughs> um, I, I think I would, um, Maybe you want to find out why mm. either feeling that way. But initially I think about the Trinity. Mm. I think about father. Yeah. You know, like this picture of like the picture of father is intimate. Yeah. 
fathers and their children you know like these pictures of like i think of like <laughs> daddies picking up their little girls mm-hmm. you know and all of these things and then i think about the son you know like he's our brother you know what i'm saying yep. like jesus our brother that's like another intimate yep. like picture of god yep right he came to us he right. condescended as a baby right and and then i think about spirit <laughs> very intimate <laughs> so intimate <laughs> that he's like in us yeah so i would just say like worship of God should be intimate because of who God is mm-hmm. and how he's revealed himself in scripture. And, and, you know, yeah. So I don't know what advice I would give them other than like pray that the Lord would break down those mm. barriers. Yeah. Maybe because about, yeah. yeah. I'm curious what you would say to someone answer, like that too. Man. No, it's very good. <laughs> it's yeah. Good. Yeah. It's a bad <laughs> answer to say reflect on the Trinity. <laughs> no, I just you can't lose like, that. Right? It's not helpful. Maybe, yeah, maybe it is. <laughs> it definitely is. I think it even follows the rubric of Deuteronomy, which said, <laughs> which said, remember, right? It starts with remember what the That's Lord right. has done. Yeah, then man. you will love him. Then you will obey him. Yeah. And so you're saying, remember the Trinity, remember, remember. the fatherhood of God, the sonship of, of the son, the mm-hmm. intimacy of the spirit. And that will do something to your heart. That's right. I mean, it follows the same thing we've been talking about with our, roo- our worship rubrics. That's what I meant to say. Yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> Megan, what about you? Yeah. Someone um, struggling with intimacy, with adoration. Practically, uh, I I think for me, adoration just happens mm. because of what I'm thinking about or, mm. or dwelling on or what's happening to me in the Lord. Because I think so kind of come back to the practicality i would say like specifically in worship like we're singing a song like you are king of my heart you are good Mm -hmm. um so like practically like just like what is what about him is good Mm. why is he good yeah you know like what ways has he shown me his good or um something like that like just trying to like what about his character what about his attributes is good Mm -hmm. or just in general, what is this character like? And I think what will happen is you'll start being like, oh, he was really faithful in this way, Mm -hmm. or he was really good in this way, or I remember someone telling me that he healed them of this and he's Mm -hmm. good, you know, just, and I think like if you're focusing on who he is, like I think adoration will start to just happen in you because you can't really, it would be hard to like look at how beautiful God is right. and be like, oh, he's all right. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> right. well, so, you know yeah. your heart tends to be it like, does. no, he's amazing. Yeah. Right. So Megan has issued a surprising challenge to, to, to everyone here, because if, <laughs> if you hold, if you hold this logic consistently, and I think this is really helpful, yeah. but it's challenging is that what you're saying is if you behold God, you will adore him mm-hmm. because he's completely adorable. He, you, it, it must happen. It follows. And so if, if you are listening and you you find yourself not adoring God in worship, you must question your own heart and say, have you beheld him? Mm-hmm. Have you thought about the goodness of the gospel? Have you experienced the richness of his mercy towards you? Have you tasted the sweet fruit of grace? Has yeah. any of this happened mm-hmm. to your heart? And if you're saying like, well, I know all of that, but I don't feel any of it. Right. Man, maybe you don't know it. Yeah. Like, like repent and like know that you need grace and cling to his mercy and 
and repent of your small vision of God right. and ask to see the face of the Father. And like, yeah, I mean, I think that's a challenge. And I would say like, take heart mm-hmm. because when you do that, you know, when you come to him and say like, Law, Lord, I, I'm not adoring you. Mm. Uh, th- this there's this disconnect. Yeah. Like when you come to him that way, <laughs> like the reason if you come to him confessing that you don't adore him, but you do have a desire to adore him. The only reason you have that desire yeah. <laughs> to adore him is because he's working in you. Yes. Right. Yep. So like yeah. take heart in that. It's not like this shameful thing. It's nope. like mm-hmm. repent. And, and guess what? The spirit within you is going to work in you that you would adore God. Yeah. The whole, the whole reason why you might be, thinking like, man, I wish I adored God, but I don't is because God is beginning a work in you that he's going to bring to completion. He's like, like, that's him beginning. Oh, oh, get ready friend. Because you're about to really adore me. Yeah. 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 That's really cool. (laughs) Okay. So the second word we want to talk about is passion. Yeah. Which makes everyone comfortable. Yeah. (laughs) So comfortable. (laughs) It depends. (laughs) Yeah. Some people just live in passion. Yeah, man. But, uh, uh, what, when we talk about passion, why should, I mean, you say worship should be passionate. Yeah. I mean, why? I mean, why can't it be, um, why shouldn't it be reverent above all else? You know, and just stalt sure. and, you know, like you're before a president or something. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know. Like, yeah. I mean, because it should be passionate because he's worthy hmm. of our passion hmm. because like there's no greater being to be passionate about right than god you're going to be passionate about something you're going to be passionate about football or right whatever it is yep. right um we must be passionate about god mm. our response must be passionate now that can i think can be reverent that yep that can mean like i'm not doing backflips today i'm <laughs> you know what i mean right. I'm, so, so is I'm passion is passion more of a disposition than a display i think so okay that's it. Megan, when you when you hear passion, like what do you think of? Like when I hear passion, I immediately think of just like people going nuts. Yeah, me too. But like like what do you like what are you thinking when we're talking about passion? Yeah, I I think like fervor. Yeah. Um and so yeah, I think Tyler's right. It 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 doesn't have to be this crazy outward mm-hmm. thing, you know? It can be like it can be internal, like yeah. just as much as um outward you can be just as passionate about the Lord, like sitting in your seat, dealing with things Mm -hmm. as you can be if you're, you know, jumping around and rejoicing in something like those. Right. It's, I think fervor is a really helpful word. Really helpful. Cause that does, that can be visible or invisible. That's right. Like I, I think about like my wife's fervor for our marriage. Yeah. Right. At any given day when we're just chilling on the couch, watching Netflix, I can't see her fervor for our marriage, but I know it's there and I know it's sure. like passionate and yeah. committed. And if at any moment it needed to rear its head and be tested, it would show up. Right. But it's like also invisible, yeah. you know? So it's like, that's I think good. that's interesting. Like passion for the Lord um, can be deep and reverent and quiet and still, but yeah. it can also explode. That's right. You know? And, and so I think what we're, what we're, what we're leaning into. And if we go back to the very first episode we recorded and we talk about the culture of charismatic, right? Where we also do mean not only a deep abiding fervor that comes and springs from adoration for the Lord. We also do mean like 
we hope you get excited. Absolutely. And like, because you're going to get excited about something. That's right. You're going to say, woo, about something in the That's world. Right. <laughs> That's right. Your biggest <laughs> woo should be about God and not in a guilt trip way. No. Where it's like, you scream for football. Why don't you scream for God? <laughs> you know? Uh, it, it, but it's it's because like, there are depths of joy for you to experience. And yeah. like, if you think you can get excited about football, just wait, you know, That's or your right. family or when your child takes a step, That's right. you know, like, yeah, all those are fun and beautiful, but like, dude, just wait till you experience the Holy spirit, you That's know, right. like, so like what, when, when we talk about outward passion, then yeah. like, what are some examples of it that we see at Bridgeway yeah. and why do they exist? Yeah. I mean, it, Obviously, raising our hands, right? That's right. like yep. really common. Uh, you know, it's biblical, right? Lift up holy hands. You know, yep. um, we have dancers mm-hmm. at Bridgeway. Yep. Which you know sounds like this real official thing. I just mean like <laughs> we have people who, who like dance. to dance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're not the Bridgeway dancers. <laughs> <laughs> They're on the next series. Yeah, that's the right. Bridgeway it's dance. a dancing series, which yeah. would be fine. That would be cool. Um, no, but we some people dance. Yep. Um, you know, we have people who wave flags right in worship. Mm-hmm. You know, um, we have people who uh, sit. Yep. <laughs> we cry. Yep. You know what I mean? We laugh mm-hmm. at times. We, you know, I mean, there's all kinds of. Yep. We cheer. We, we talk. We, we shout. sing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We right. amen. You know, yeah, right. we. Uh, Woo. Woo. <laughs> we do lots of those. <laughs> I say yes a lot yep. when I get excited. I'm a wooer. You're a wooer? I'm like, woo. That's my, it's like what I do on roller coasters, you know, yeah. it works, you know, Megan, like what is like passion, outward passion? What does outward passion look like in worship? Uh, other, either other than what we've named or seconding things we've named. Yeah. Y'all kind of touch on all of them. Um, yeah, I, I was remembering what, um, someone who dances at Bridget said last Saturday, mm. she was saying like, I just get so like overwhelmed by all of who God is. Like I just, I can't contain it. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. I dance, you know, right. like movement just happens. Um, and that's, um, I, I raise my hands a lot. I think mm-hmm. it's like a very surrendering kind of mm. yeah. position. And so like sometimes, I mean, a lot of times when I'm just at home, if I'm listening to something, like a lot of times I'll just throw my hands up, yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. you know, cause like, that's, which I think, I mean, that's where I want my heart to be. I don't want it to be like, I come to church and I put my hands up or I come to church <laughs> right. and I clap or whatever. Yeah. Like, um, you know, it should be a, just a normal thing. Yeah. Like, yeah, I think for me, it's like, yeah, raising hands is definitely something. And it's like, it can mean a lot of different things for me. Sure. You know, like a lot of times I feel like I'm trying to grab God, right. you know, I'm like, <laughs> I want to be closer yeah, and I don't know good. how, uh, or yeah, like a surrender thing. A lot of times it's like, it, my body doesn't know what else to do right because it's just mm-hmm. too excited right and so like it just like it's like what you do on a roller coaster or at a concert yeah. or like you know when you're cheering too. for yeah. something you know like yeah. if your kid's rounding third and heading to home plate you're like yeah go and you raise your hand pump your fist it's right. like there's just something physiological mm-hmm. that's right. about how we respond to emotion yeah. that ends up becoming embodied Right. And one of those embodiments is movement, cheering, screaming, jumping. your hands go up, jumping. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, I think what's helpful about this conversation, it might seem rudimentary or carnal to some people listening, is it's like, all we're saying is that Christianity is an embodied faith. Yeah. 
Like Jesus became flesh. That's yeah. good. Like with nerve endings and biological responses. That's right. And he's built us in a way that he made and then said it was good. Mm-hmm. And so he wants us to bring our physiological responses to joy and adoration into the process. It's really good, David. Uh, it's human. It's right? hu- it's very human it's very to human. Ho- hoop and holler. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Or cry. I'm or a cry. I'm, I'm a, a cry. I'm a huge crier. Yeah, dude, I cry yeah. all Are you time. a crier, Megan? Uh, not a lot. Not a cry. Okay. <laughs> See, the, we were breaking down the gender stereotypes. That's right. Here, we are. And I love that. That's yeah. good. Um, that's awesome. Uh, what, so, I mean, I've, I've met so many people around the city, mm-hmm. which I'm sure you guys have too, who's like, oh yeah, I tried out Bridgeway. And you know exactly what they mean by yeah. that? <laughs> was it a little weird? It was a little weird. Was it, was it a little weird? <laughs> was it the dancer? Was it the flag? And they're like, yeah, it's kind of strange. Sure. You know? Um, but I, I know, I also know there's people who faithfully attend mm-hmm. who it, it either bothered them or they're still kind of getting over it. Yeah. You totally. know? But they're like, there's just something here that I want. And so I'm just going to keep coming. Yeah. You know? And like, so for, uh, I know, I know Megan, my, not this Megan, my Megan that I'm married to wouldn't mind me sharing this. Uh, but she, she came from a very like reserved background sure. in her, in, in her worship experience where, uh, even tapping on the chair in front of you would be considered irreverent and wrong. Yeah. And you, you're still, you don't raise your hands. You don't clap. You don't respond other than just singing the song. Yeah. And, um, over, over the last you know, we've been here like six, seven years or mm-hmm. something, and it's been this slow process um, to where now she's engaging and yeah. uh, she can't help but hold her hands up sometimes and mm-hmm. you know um, cry and and all this stuff. And so I'm I'm just like, what, like, what would we say to people who are like, I know I, I know I could be or should be or want to be more passionate in my mm-hmm. worship, but it's just I feel log jammed or awkward or. Uh, embarrassed or whatever like uh, what's something that you would say to someone to encourage them in that next step like because it's not a requirement that you raise your hands in worship you know or is it Tyler I don't know you're looking up I don't know I'm thinking of of text right you know yeah that maybe that's another episode maybe but anyway what would you say to someone (laughs) who's like I want to be more passionate in be, my worship, yeah. but I just, I'm having trouble. Like S- Similar to my other, it's like, take heart. That's awesome. You want to be more mm, passionate because the yeah. Lord is working in you, yeah. right? Because in our flesh, we don't want to be more passionate about God, right? <laughs> so <laughs> right. You, you it costs do. too much. Yeah. Co- yeah. That's right. Mm. So I would just say, ask the Spirit mm. for help. Yeah. And I would say, like, take steps. Like, raise your hands. Mm-hmm. You know, right. lift your hands. Is it kind of like the whole, like, if you smile, you're immediately happier? <laughs> yeah, maybe. That sounds weird, but <laughs> yes. I mean, lift your hands, sing out. Right. Maybe, I mean, you know what? For some people, it's singing in general. Right. Just you know, start singing. Just start singing. Yeah. And I would say it's tied to, like, maybe, this might be, like, put, reading too far into it, but, like, it could be, like, your security and, like, who you are as a child of God. Like, mm-hmm. your identity is, like son or daughter yeah you're free mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. um therefore like you can sing yeah. you're free you're his like right. you're not you're not proving anything to him nope. you're not earning anything or to anyone around you or to anyone around you he loves you and guess what like he wants to hear your voice yeah. you know singing he's is all. seeking worshipers he's, oh yeah last <laughs> well, we week, talked about yeah two, two weeks ago two weeks yeah. ago yeah john four right yeah crazy in spirit and truth and part of that is in the christian experience is singing it's all throughout mm. the bible you know yeah. Megan, what would you say to someone wanting to be like to move into more passionate worship? Like, have, has that been a journey for you or have you always been a passionate worshiper? No, it, yeah. I mean, it's, it's been a 
journey for me i I feel like i'm still in the middle of it yeah totally totally but i mean i think a lot of people probably think that there could always be more right now yep which is a good thing because he's putting that in you like there's more there's more um yeah so i i mean as i've been at bridgeway i think i think it's kind of like a parallel thing like the more i'm seeing of god the more Mm -hmm. the more i'm like oh yeah i'm his Mm. daughter Mm. then i'm like feeling a little more like you know he's putting courage in me or he's putting faith in me or whatever and so it's like i I think i would just say to to someone like don't feel like it has to be like this overnight like bam all of a sudden (laughs) right i'm gonna start dancing and waving flags and shouting like you know, maybe the Lord, like we are works, like, right. Mm-hmm. Like he's sanctifying us yeah. as we go. And so yeah. like, not that, you know, if you're dancing, you're more holy by no means. Right. Of course. Yep. Um, but I think it's more like the heart posture. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. am I more like, do I love him more? Like, is he drawing more worship out of me? Is mm. he drawing more affection out of me? Or am I just kind of like, hanging back right you know am i yeah am i held on to by fear or am i just like no i'm, I'm not a slave yeah. to fear right like, i'm your child yeah yeah and i think it's important to note too that passion will look different it's so glad to you said every that. person yep. i will probably never wave a flag oh man you just said that i do <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna be waving a flag okay maybe <laughs> just kidding. but you know it's like it's not it's not something that i'm like really pumped about like yeah. i don't mm-hmm. express that excitement sure that way like, right. Um, who knows, right? But uh, <laughs> but you know, like I think of other, I think of some people that I know, and like in in their element, uh, the thing that they are most passionate about. I'm thinking of one person in particular, a NASCAR race. Yeah. Like that is his favorite thing on the planet. He's obsessed, and but if you watch him at a race or something, I guarantee you, I've never been, but I, I guarantee you, he's just like, that's cool. Like, you know, he's like not hooping and hollering and it's like, sure. it's going to be that fervor that's right. inside of him. That's right. Not necessarily, cause he's just not that kind of exuberant kind of dude. Mm-hmm. Now God can bring that out of you, but sure. I just don't want anybody thinking like, well, if I'm not dancing or raising my hands or waving a flag, I must not love God. Yeah. Right. That's definitely not what right. we're saying. Right. I just think it's really important to I'm name so that. I'm so glad you did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Anyway, anything else to add to that? Cause I think that's an important point of clarification or like. Yeah. We might we might have said something. It, we might not have yet said the th- the thing that will be the way you express your passion for the Lord. Yeah, because it. <clears throat> I mean, it could be like painting a picture. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right. It could be. I don't know. Yeah. Writing or sketching. Yep. Or right. Mm-hmm. We just don't know. Whatever. But we've mainly been talking about the context of a corporate gathering. Right. You know what I'm saying? Which, yep. you know, uh, I would just say we're all unique. I agree with what mm-hmm. you said. Like the Lord has. I would just ask the Holy Spirit. Yeah. I want to be more passionate. Yeah. How do I, wh- how do you want me to express that? Right. Am I holding back? Like Megan said, like, am yeah. I bottling something up mm-hmm. that you want to do? And if not, then maybe, maybe it's not right. Go dance. Yeah. Maybe it's like you are passionate. You right. are expressing. Mm-hmm. So yeah. like, yeah, there's no shame nope. in like, you better dance. Yeah. Right. No. <laughs> right. And I think it starts in adoration. Like, these these mm-hmm. go hand in hand. That's why we put them in the same episode that we wanted yeah. to talk about. We, we, we originally had them as two separate episodes, adoration yeah. and then passion. And we're like, they're, they're so interconnected that we can't separate them that yeah. you want to be more passionate, adore, 
right? What does it look like when you adore? You become passionate. That's like right. they just they just happen together. So anyway, man, this has been really great. I love this. Love it. Love. I adore this episode. <laughs> I adore this episode. I'm passionate <laughs> about this episode. Uh, well, anyway, Megan, thanks for coming in yeah, and talking. Thanks for having me. Yeah, on. absolutely. Make sure you guys check out Megan's album that's gonna come out. Well, it'll there'll be some uh, info in uh, in the description. Go follow her on Instagram and everything and uh, so you can you know, know whenever she's got music coming out, you're going to love it. Uh, Bridgeway music album coming out soon too. We'll have yeah. information down there. So lots of, lots of ways for you to cultivate adoration and passion right. in your home. <laughs> Only forty nine ninety five. But anyway, well guys, thank you so much for joining us. We'll end our series on worship next week. And uh, we're really excited about uh, wrapping up that conversation. So we hope you join us there until then. Thank you for listening and we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Bridgeway Podcast, where you will find a new conversation every Thursday. For more information about Bridgeway Church, we invite you to visit bridgewaychurch.com, or you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at bridgewayokc, or on Facebook at facebook.com slash bridgewaychurchokc. If you have any questions that you would like us to address on the podcast, feel free to email us at podcast at bridgewaychurch.com. And if you enjoy the podcast, please consider leaving us a review on the podcast app as it helps other people like you find our program. So on behalf of all the pastors and staff here at Bridgeway Church, I'm David Bowden saying thanks for listening and we will see you next week.